0: Have you ever been trapped in a dead-end job? Are you planning on leaving your employer because it's just so toxic? Well, this episode, I'm going to be talking about the soul-sucking job. I know. I've had over 40 different employers, and I'm done with it. And I even brought in Tony. He's an expert, and he's actually worked both sides of the HR, and he's worked as an employee. So you're going to be hearing from a highly sensitive person and what to look out for. In the meantime, stick around till the end. I'm gonna go over three different effective ways to protect your energy as an empath in the workplace. I hope you enjoy this episode seven. Let's get started. Hi, this is Raj Mantaj. And welcome to my podcast series, The On-Call Empath. I'll share my personal stories and how I survived all these years being an empath. So sit back, and let's get started together. You're listening to The On-Call Empath. Today, uh, how you doing?
1: Hey, how are you, Raj? Thanks for having me. No
0: problem. The reason I have you on the show is because you've been through quite a lot as a, uh, you know, empath, highly sensitive person. Um, It's really hard for us to work in, you know, corporate America or just like an average job. I mean, any uh, any person that's listening, whether you work, you know, uh, fast food or, you know, office, you know, there's always somebody who's, you know, gets under your skin and takes that energy. Um, Let me ask you, Tony what do you, what do you, what is your experience
1: well I think um you know and when I, I appreciate you having me on the on on the podcast and um, I've had many experiences where where i felt as if I'm looked at very differently uh, I've been asked very um, eerie questions things things along the lines to um, where it's borderline discrimination, where I can tell somebody uh, already perceives me as different because of my skin tone, because of, you know, what I might look like, things they may have, you know, seen on television. Um, so there's already some kind of general stereotype about me when, in fact, you know nothing about me yet, or you, you only know me based on appearance, the double standard. Why, why am I being right. treated differently? And that's, that's the reason why uh, I thought this would be a good, uh, a, a good podcast and that we can talk.
0: I appreciate you bringing that up. Um, you know, I'm sick and tired of being quiet. You know, when people see my name Raj, you know, it's, I find it odd that, you know, when I change it to Roger or something like that, I automatically start getting calls. Now, this has happened many times. And a lot of the jobs that I've had in the past, you know, as far as like performance. I've, I remember being one of the top performers, um, and people, you know, just bosses, they, they would always find a reason to, you know, make up some excuse and give it to somebody else. I do feel what you're saying has a lot of merit. Um, can you give me a couple examples or what you've faced or, um, you know, what you've gone through?
1: I can, I, I can tell you my, my first job, um, you know, my my, fir- my first job ever. I worked for a telecommunications company. This was uh, an example of you know someone just lashing out at me and 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 making some some real asinine comments. And I just remember being inside of the the lunchroom cafeteria, if you want to call it that, or break room. And I just remember uh, an individual approaching me and 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 looking at the food that I had and 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 proceeded to ask me if it had, if, if the food had ham on it, implying, you know, like a pork product. Uh, And then I just was sort of dumbfounded. I'm like, why why is this person even asking me a question like this? And uh, I could sort of see where, where, where this individual was getting at. And, And then he then proceeded to ask me where I'm from as in location. And then, and then he pointed out the two cities that are known to have a dense middle Eastern population. Uh, and I said, no, in fact, I live in the same town that, you know, this company is located in. So I felt really deterred, violated. I felt as if uh, he pretty much answered his own questions. You know, so it was almost like he he already answered his own question with with the, with <laughs> the answers in the question. So I I really took offense to that and I remember having to go to human resources and, and and really trying to dispel what what happened and I just felt as if I was I was looked at differently and and I didn't see anyone else amongst who I was sitting with ask any question like I was and I felt like well why why am I being looked at like I'm lesser than you or why why am I being you know looked at as if I don't belong here. So that, that that's one example that I think really stood out. Right. It was my first quote unquote, you know, professional work experience.
0: Just to, just to let you know, you're not alone. And, and anybody that's listening right now, any of the viewers, uh, if you've been through anything, uh, anything similar where you have somebody that's always trying to one up you um, and you go to HR and, and it's just a frustrating process and, Um, The system is broken and for highly sensitive people or empaths, you have to know how to shield yourself from these these, um, narcissists, these manipulators, because they will try to look good in front of everybody else and they hide behind uh, kind of like a wall. And um, I've noticed working for several major companies across the U.S., that every time that, you know, I've I've worked for these companies, I've always had that one or two people um that were just untouchable. They would go around bullying people. And uh that's something as a highly sensitive person, you know, we have to be ready to deal with that, uh, or just find a new profession because I I, I had enough. So I I just got out of it. But in your case, Tony, um, how do you protect yourself? What do you do to kind of uh be ready it's like a chess match right how do you how do you can you just explain to the uh uh, listeners uh Hmm. you know how do you how do you protect
1: yourself um so and it's hard it's hard when you have that level of sensitivity you immediately feel like you're being harassed you're being uh tampered with but sometimes it's better just to know the bigger picture and that you know we're not alone
0: right and 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 i'm glad you brought that up If somebody's listening right now, um, because I have a lot of listeners tuning in, and I would say more than half are on it, you know, they hate their jobs. They don't like what they're doing. Um, What would you say to somebody that is on on the verge of, like, they know they're going to probably get fired if they speak up or um, they're on their way out, but they're trapped. They need this job. Like, how would you play that? Like, what would you tell somebody who's being, you know, Harassed or in a in a working environment that they don't
1: like. This is a very good question because um, my my opinion is when when you're handling a situation like this, you know, a you need your job. B you you're not in any position where you can just resign because you know that's your livelihood. You know, you need you need to be able to survive. You need to be able to pay the bills. You need to be able to um, do things uh, for for yourself and your family or and, and whoever you're supporting. So. My honest opinion is, uh, you you so you you have to sort of break through that shell. You have to break through that fear. You have to confront that individual, and whether that means you do it through you know a, another channel, whether it means you go to uh, you know human resources, or you you go through uh, an, an anonymous uh, hotline that that the organization might have set up to report foul behavior to report uh, the type of discrimination you're, you're experiencing because it happens all the time. And, you know, you need to know your rights, you know, you need, you need to consult, you know, even if it has to be a law firm that deals with employee, uh, situations, harassment, you know, an employment lawyer, uh, these are things you need to do on your own. You need, you need to really amplify what you haven't been doing. So that way, you know, your rights, some of these individuals that are narcissistic and, just outright crazy. This, these are things we have to do um, as highly sensitive people, or just as people. Uh, and, and this has to happen. And um, when you don't do that, you know what? You're just a doormat, and they're walking on you. So,
0: right. And and I'm glad you brought that up. I mean, I, I get so many listeners telling me that they're trapped and they can't leave their job because of you know the toxic people. And I always tell somebody never fall in love with another person's business because in the end like it at the end of the day it's it's going to be you and and what's best for you not who you're working for because they can cut you anytime right and so i've always given 110% all my life to all my employers and i've gotten half back for majority of them now i've had a lot of good employers that took care of me but I would say most of the uh, employers that I've had in the past, um, they're pretty much looking out for themselves. And you know, like I said, I've I've taken taken their businesses to new levels and and gotten pennies back. You know, and and so I, I would just leave. But uh, with that said, can you just explain real quick what the role of HR department is and if they're on your side
1: or? Um, if that's something that
0: uh, you can explain to the viewers is to kind of be
1: cautionary of. Well, of course. And, and, and if it's if, if a lot of you that are listening uh, to Raj and I, uh, I will tell you this. You know, if you think for one moment that human, a human resource department or uh, an area of your work that's trained to handle, you know, employee relations is really on your side. Well, you're wrong. You're really wrong, and you need to really, really rethink that strategy. Because it, when you go to human resources, you know, and it, it has to do with an employee um, complaint or or an HR type type situation, or if it's for disciplinary reasons, well, human resources is there to protect the organization, not more so than to really protect you. Yeah, I mean, sure, they're sort of an arbitrator. Um, because there's always two sides to a story. You know, we, we know that. But in the end, they're there to protect the organization. You are, you know, really just very minuscule in the grand scheme of things. Um, so their number one focus is to protect the organization from any kind of lawsuit. Okay, let's just think about that for a moment. So that's always the number one thing in their radar when when there is an employee relations issue happening or you know, something right. happens, a harassment issue, a discrimination issue right. that's brought up. People need to take into consideration before you even go um, file an HR complaint or, or go to your employee relations. Because the thing is, is and, and that's part of it, as, as people, as employees, a lot of us already know that, hey, we don't really want to go to HR because we, we know this part. We know that they're not really on your side. They're just there to hear the story and protect the organization.
0: Don't be intimidated if you need to get uh, contact with an attorney, get an attorney, because that, that's when they take you seriously. But one one thing that I do want to stress is if a company wants you out, any, any employer, all they have to do is pin something on you, whether you're five minutes late, or I know this one guy who had a social media channel, and uh, they let him go because he was posting stuff. Um, you know, it takes time. They, they were building a case. So, um, just be careful what you post on social media. If you don't want your employers to see it, don't post it because I I've talked to so many listeners, especially empaths. I mean, a lot of us do go online to uh, vent a lot of our stories. Um, just be careful cause the world is watching and, uh, in your boss could be reading it. They can be seeing your Instagram posts of you partying or you know having fun and use it against you because of all this pressure and manipulation and narcissists they absorb that energy. So I want my listeners to take away that you know hey if you feel in your gut that this a job is is causing your energy levels to go down and every morning you dread going to work and it's just affecting your health I would rather you take a job that pays a little less and be happier. Then stay with a job that's maybe you're making good money, but your health is deteriorating. You're 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 getting migraines every day, and uh, you feel sick at lunch. And you know it, I've been there, and it's not fun. Wow. So I just wanted to add that um, to all my listeners. My final question to you, Tony, is, you know, what is one piece of advice since you've been in the workforce and you've been through so much and you've been targeted and You've come out of it. What can you tell somebody that's listening right now who is trapped, who is uh, an
1: empath or a highly sensitive person that has no choice and they keep getting abused? That's a good question. And, and I will tell you, I've got some colleagues I've worked with um, who have been let go recently due to some downsizing um, happening with the organization. We have to realize that whatever we're doing, is not always forever. And, and you, 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 constantly have to evolve, break that cycle, whether that means finally confronting that, that boss, you finally step up to that bully, you know, in, in, in the workforce that, that's, that, that's constantly, you know, poking fun at your food or anything that, that, that is different to them, but not so different to you. I hope what I'm telling you helps here.
0: Well, I appreciate it. And, um, I'm glad that my listeners made it to this point because I do want to give them um, three things to take away from this um, this episode, which I promised. The number one thing is always, always have a backup plan. If you're in, if you're in a job, I don't care how secure you, you've been there for 15 years, it's never secure. Always network. Always have your resume out. Always be bettering yourself. Trying to, you know, find a way if something does happen during this pandemic. There's a lot of people that are out of jobs right now that are listening. Always have a backup plan. Always learn a new skill. Um, Do something to better yourself. The second thing is make sure if you are working at any job that you set the boundaries. We teach people how to treat us. We have to train them. And that includes your boss there are certain things he can and cannot do or she, it doesn't matter who it is. And the third thing is document everything always document. And uh, just in case if you ever questioned um, you have it um, written down. So it's, it's something that they can't question you later. I made the mistake of giving a hundred percent more than a hundred percent for many of these companies. And I've only gotten half back and, you know, again, this is not me just trying to complain. Oh, poor me. Look at me. No, there. most people that I've talked to are unhappy with their jobs. And this is what I'm getting from majority of the audience. And that's why I'm doing this podcast. I want to make, make it clear that you're worth a lot more than that and never let anyone push you around. And if they do, if you follow these three steps of having a backup plan, setting boundaries and documenting, You'll you'll be covered at all, all angles, so I appreciate you being here today. Um, I actually made a. Uh, I'm in the process of finishing my book on this exact subject because I, you know, I'm so passionate about it, and I want to help empaths and highly sensitive people, you know, find their passion. You know, they don't have to be slaves anymore to anybody. I want to thank you for being here, Tony. Thank you. Uh, stay tuned for the next episode, and uh, please leave a review and tune in next week. And uh, we're out. You're listening to the on call and path.